and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name is Jono. And my name is Beck. And Zap the podcast was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure. We find weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all around the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. Uh, it's a new year, Beck, and we're it back is. Happy uh, new for year. some more. Happy New Year! <laughs> we're, we're here for the weird and wonderful. Um, but before we jump into the episode today, mm. uh, as usual, I wanted to highlight a national day. Uh, and today we can rejoice, Beck, because it is National Ditch New Year's Resolutions Day, <laughs> um, which for me is just astounding. I love mm. the idea behind this national day. Like you've. You've made uh, a resolution for the new year. Uh, you've stuck with it for like two weeks or just over. Um, and it's like, it's long enough to make it look like you were committed. Like you've made the effort <laughs> to your new year's resolution. But now all bets are off. Like the new year's properly started now. You can you can call off the, the resolution uh, and just get back to back to where you were, you know. Um, nice. And call it a day. <laughs> I, I really like that. Yeah. To be fair, I feel like some of the best resolutions are made mid-year, three quarters of the way through. Like, maybe not resolutions, but, like, it's important to be setting regular goals, you know, aiming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So feel free to ditch one you made this week, but then in in a few weeks later you can choose another one. That's the the joy. Maybe it's been a time you've you've gotten a goal um, for the new year. You've tried it and you're like, maybe this isn't the right way to go about it. Yeah, exactly. And so perhaps this is a time to reflect and be like, how can I achieve this goal in a better way? Or mm. how can I um, move forward in, a, in an overall better way for myself? That is oh. such a beautiful sentiment. And that's what Zap the Podcast is all about. <laughs> we've just taken a life coach, like, <laughs> lens yeah, 2024. From, yeah. from today. Yeah, 2024, we are now a self-help uh, podcast. <laughs> um, tip number one, uh, get out of bed at 3 a.m. every day. You have to. That's what all the celebrities Run do. Club. have to get up at 3 a.m. Um, you, you have to get get a real early morning run club <laughs> happening. Um, you'll need a head torch because uh, it's mm-hmm. going to be dark when you're doing your run club. Uh, then you've got to go to the gym for six hours um, and then it's time for breakfast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and that's, you know, you got to start the morning routine. Yeah. Zap Legal is tapping me on the shoulder saying uh, we can't actually call ourselves uh, a self-help podcast or and give that, say that we're giving actual factual advice oh. so just putting that out there but we can you know take what you will as That's probably wise yeah <laughs> as we do with everything we say on the podcast uh you know feel free to not take it as actual advice <laughs> um, yeah. yeah this is or, or, not le- nothing we ever say will be legal no. advice. i just want to put that out there <laughs> it's just a blanket statement moving forward and <laughs> retrospectively i'm sure we made it clear at the time yeah as well but nothing we say will ever be legal advice <laughs> so um Coast it's good clear. to start the yep. year strong it is it yeah. is <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, but with that out of the way, let's have a look at the news. And Beck, we have spoken about ingredients only households before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you brought the term up uh, to me, even though I'd grown up in one, I didn't know the term for yeah. it. Uh, and if you're not familiar with this concept, it is uh, you're living in a household in, in which ready-to-eat snacks and meals they're not 
available, right? So if you want to have something to eat, if you want like afternoon tea, you've got to make mm-hmm. toast or something um, or cereal. Great option, quick, easy to Cinnamon make. Cinnamon toast. It's a great soup. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, yeah, so you've got to make something as opposed to grabbing a pack of shapes or bickies out of the cupboard. So yeah, uh, and I bring up this ingredients only household idea because I believe the subject of today's story lives the ingredients only life. Uh, and today we are traveling across the Tasman Sea to the islands of New Zealand. And it's here mm. that we meet a man, a hungry man. And this hungry man, um, who I will call Dan because it rhymes and I don't know his <laughs> real name, um, was after an easy meal, but didn't seem to have an easy meal available to him, right? So Dan takes stock of what he has in the house and decides he'll do a hearty meal of steak and chips. But Yum. That, that's, it sounds like pretty straightforward. Yeah. But Dan wanted an easy meal, right? And so mm. he's, he's taken this in a strange direction. Uh, so Dan, he's not in the mood for cooking um, or the washing up that would come with doing steak <laughs> and chips. And um, so he takes his steak... I really hope he seasons it at least. Uh, And he then puts it into the toaster. Now, (laughs) putting steak in the toaster, that is some, like, high level of cannot be asked cooking. That is great. Um, Yeah. Really high level there. Like, can't be bothered. (laughs) I I just want food and I want it to be done and I don't want to have to do it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like part of... Being in an ingredients-only household is, as you say, definitely getting creative with the tools that you can use to cook things. Like I would sometimes cook the mug cakes, like where you – I'm not sure if you ever tried those. Yeah, Yeah. but so it's like part ingredients-only household, part I want a snack, right? So I I get where he's coming from. The execution isn't quite there. Not sure I can say I would have put a steak in the toaster, but I definitely put – a spring yeah. roll in the toaster once to try right. <laughs> to try cooking it that way. It did work. Um, sandwich toaster wow. is a great one. You can put almost anything oh, yeah. in there. Eggs I've done I mean, in there. Pancakes, oh. bacon. Yeah, pancakes. I yeah. used to make so many pancakes in a Jaffa Lion. <laughs> oh man, so good. It's easy. You don't have to flip it. They're being exactly. heated from both sides already. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's he's put the steak in the toaster, and um, I. As far as I'm aware, as far as my understanding is concerned, steak and bread are vastly different things. Mm. <laughs> so if you were to cook steak in a toaster, which I wouldn't recommend, what setting would you put a steak on in a toaster? Because <laughs> yeah. I imagine it would need to cook for a long time in a toaster. Like, I, I, it's not are like we you thinking medium it, rare? Like, does the, does the toaster have that yeah, sort of like, setting? <laughs> yeah. How do you get... Maybe a four and a half minutes. How to get perfectly medium yeah. rare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. A YouTube tutorial for medium rare steaks in a toaster. I mean, surely you've That's got to take into... Con- yeah. <laughs> you've got to take into consideration, like, the fat dripping, right? Like, would you need yes. to, like, empty out the underneath tray after three minutes or something? Because a toaster doesn't really, <laughs> like... Uh, yeah, no, it well, it's not have built a for steak. For yeah, to drip into. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm not sure what he would have done. I think it'd be a several round kind of thing because mm. if you're cooking a steak, like you'd you'd have to have it in there for several rounds of toasting, I would imagine. So you're putting it in like the highest, like the longest setting, the longest mm. duration setting, and just like 
putting it in there and you might have to do that a couple of times is what yeah. I'm thinking. You know but how of course, I'm not an expert yeah. on cooking steak in a toaster. <laughs> there's that setting that's like a bit more like on the toaster. Yeah. Do you, have one? <laughs> you would need one that's like a lot more or like... <laughs> a re- a, a quite a considerable yeah. amount more. <laughs> I've got a steak. Uh, more enough for that, please. More. <laughs> yeah, enough for steak. Is there a steak setting on my toaster? Um, but essentially, then then is uh, he's put the steak in the toaster, mm-hmm. and that was what I would like to describe as his first mistake. Nice, because then nice. we have the chips, uh, and clearly oh, no. a man who puts steak in the toaster is not going to go and make chips from scratch. <laughs> And so in this instance, uh, Dan decides to go and get them from the fish and chip shop down the road. So he's, oh. he's put the steak on in the toaster. Right. Um, perhaps it's had a round or two at this stage. Who knows? Um, and he goes out to fetch some chips. Uh, now, this was the second uh, mistake because <gasps> no. as Dan returns from the fish and chip shop, he sees that his steak is well overcooked. And not just his steak but his entire house as well. Oh my God. As Dan was waiting for his chips down the road, the steak caught fire. And (gasps) I think you are bang on the money here. I think the fat that rendered from the steak has dripped Mm. into the crumb tray and ignited. That's, that's my best guess on how it happened. Or my other solution, uh, my my other theory is that the universe upon seeing this monstrosity manifested a fire (laughs) within the house. That's what I think it was. How could he leave? that steak unattended like i know he put it in a toaster (laughs) but you wouldn't leave a steak on the stove unattended you wouldn't even leave something in the oven unattended i mean if you're if you're cooking something you don't leave it unattended that's just like a a general rule and i'm saying this is someone who's learnt from that mistake (laughs) leaving the hot pot of oil um (laughs) unattended on the stove like that is but yeah i'm 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 honestly baffled, but what can I say? He did put yeah. steak in the toaster. Like that, I yeah, think you're right. Exactly. It was that was the mistake, and and fate just went. Uh, uh-uh, that's. <laughs> so, whatever it was, the whatever the the cause of the fire was, I know for certain that the house was well and truly well done, uh, <laughs> and. This this kind of rare mistake only oh, happens goodness. once in a blue moon. <laughs> wow. Wow. Jono, you know those moments when you're just like, I need to remember to tell someone something, otherwise there will be repercussions, right? Like, it, it's just like, okay, I've got it. Something is happening and I need to let someone know yeah. that this thing is happening. Otherwise, someone will freak out because something's changed or something's not right. And there's a perfectly right. good reason right, right. for it. Yeah, but but they just don't know it. And you're like, I, I know something will be out of place. I've got to tell them. I'll, I'll tell them, right? I'll, I'll, I'll just tell them. Well, I made yeah. a big mistake recently by not telling someone oh, no. <laughs> one of those things. So... In the week leading up to Christmas, I was staying at my parents' place. And when I arrived, I realized that their coffee machine wasn't in the kitchen because it turns out that it was at a shop for repairs. And this, you know, was kind of quite drastic because I was spending the week here. Um, I was like, how am I going to go a week without 
you know, a coffee in the morning. And I know that my dad felt the same and my sister felt the same as well. And I was like, you guys should have told me because I could have brought mine um, from home. And they're like, oh, of course. Like, why do we think of that sort of thing? Um, And I didn't have time to pick it up the following day, but my sister did have time on her way to work. So we hatched this perfect plan. Um, She would go and pick it up on her way to work. So she did. It was amazing. Flawless. Thank you, Megan, for picking it up. I was like, yes, this is great. We're going to have convenient, free coffee tomorrow in the house. It's going to be beautiful. Now, for context, this coffee machine, right? Like, perfect idea here. And it's a pretty good, quite a good coffee machine. It's it's DeLonghi. It's not one of those ones where you have to, like, I, I don't know the terminology, but, like, not the one where you have to like hold the thing and grind the beans yourself. It like does all that for you, oh, yeah. grinds the beans, makes the coffee. Ooh. It also like does the milk for you as well. Um, all wow, very automatic without being a pod machine. And I, I love it so much. And wow. I think I'm just trying to, you know, paint the picture of the value of it here. Right. Um, I think it's probably yep. circa like $900. I think so. It's pretty val- valuable to me. Oh, and wow. yeah, okay. valuable to me and to my household, like my roommate and I, um, anyways, a key thing I should have done here, which I made a big mistake of, of not doing was telling my roommate Ryan this perfect flawless plan oh, no. um, <laughs> that my family and I had made to um, collect this coffee machine. Um, because that night, it was around 5 p.m. Um, or maybe 5.30-ish, so Ryan would have just arrived home from work at this point. And at this yeah. point in time as well, I was helping run like this kids program thing. Um, and yeah. my phone was in my back pocket and it just starts buzzing off the hook, but I like couldn't answer it because I was helping out this kids program thing. Anyways, I'm like, okay, something must really be wrong because like it, it was ringing constantly. So I step aside, I check my phone and there's just text after text from my roommate, Ryan. And he's like, Beck, please, please tell me you've, you've come and you've taken the coffee machine. <laughs> like he was absolutely freaking out. And then, but of course, like, at first, I was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. But then I just couldn't stop laughing. So I, I gave him a call and I was like, oh, no. The first thing I replied to him was, um, I think we've been robbed. And then I was like, jokes, jokes, jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh imagine you just send that and you just put just, your phone yeah. down somewhere. I was like, no, I have no, no idea what you're contact. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, but I was like, jokes, jokes, jokes. I called him and he was like, explained the situation from his point of view, because from my point of view, it had worked perfectly. I didn't know how yeah. Megan had done it. I just knew she'd gone and picked it up and that I did have, forget to tell Ryan. But Ryan said that when he came home, he was in the kitchen and just like something felt really different. So the coffee machine is quite big. It sits in the corner of our kitchen and it's quite yeah. obvious that it's there. And so Ryan's like, something felt off. And then he looks outside and in our backyard, we have fairy lights. Um, and they yeah. had been like kind of torn down a little bit. Um, so it looked <gasps> like someone had come in the back gate <laughs> and then Ryan oh, starts piecing things together and then the coffee machine is missing. And as well, apparently the in the bathroom, our bathroom cabinet was like ajar and we never leave it ajar. It's either one door fully open or both doors shut. It's never ajar. Like we would just never do that. So <laughs> that is, that, I've got to say that is like, I, I would never even think of like the cabinet is always in one of two positions. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it is. So Ryan was like, 
when he starts piecing these things together, he's like, okay, something is off. Well, obviously the coffee machine's missing. So, but then he can piece other things together. And he's like, I think someone came in through the illegal back gate and somehow opened our back door, saw the coffee machine right away. Well, maybe went in the bathroom for some reason. (laughs) But then they went to brush their teeth quickly. Yeah, yeah. Didn't take Ryan's laptop though. Ryan saw that his laptop was still there, and he's like, "They must have just freaked out and taken the coffee machine from the back." And so he's like, "Oh my (laughs) god, someone's in here!" Like, was just absolutely freaking out. And so I had to console him. I was like, "No, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot to tell you, but Megan did come during the day and pick it up. And I found out afterwards, Megan had it was like apparently pouring with rain, and so my sister." to like help save time had parked her car like behind our house so she took the coffee machine out through the back gate and as she was getting out the the lights had got caught and because it was just like raining she just wanted to get it done quickly so like hadn't hung the lights or anything back up but did (laughs) shut the gate and everything so i i'm really sorry ryan but it was very funny when um you know, oh, I, but I know, I know a lot of, a lot of trust was broken that day, but I, <laughs> at least we weren't robbed. That's nice. um, but yeah, it was a big mistake on my part. I, I learned my lesson. Um, <laughs> we're learning lots of lessons today, you know, don't cook toast. I mean, don't cook steak in a, in a toaster and don't, you yeah. know, take valuable objects from your house without telling your roommate that it was you who removed said object. So, you know, we're here. We're, it's a year of learning. It's the year of learning. You're welcome, <laughs> Zaflessness. <laughs> it has been a hot minute, but it is time for a new episode of the Untitled Sewer Detective series. And if you're unfamiliar... This series of stories uh, has a unique format, similar to, if you remember, our KFC Kramer novel, in which one week I'm going to write a part of it, and then the following week, Beck will conclude that part, Mm -hmm. uh, and vice versa. So this week I'm writing part one of this episode, and then next week Beck is going to conclude it, um, and so that's how this is going to work. Beck might write one for me to finish um, and it'll just be a lot of, a lot of fun and maybe yeah. this is something I do want to test in the future whether it is a um, becomes part of the official series we'll have to see but I'd love to write a part and see how AI concludes the story oh, I'd love to see if that would be possible yeah um, who knows but <laughs> here we have uh, an episode of this series uh, and again it's still an untitled detective yeah, I was gonna series. call that out like are we working towards a name here or have we sort of latched on to it just being called untitled detective sewer <laughs> detective like, I I think I am I'm, I'm in a place where I'm happy to settle for Untitled Detective Series um, just because I can't decide on a name. For <laughs> you it did otherwise. have a lot of options the other week. That's the thing. Maybe <laughs> I have too many yeah. options. Or maybe maybe this is something we put up on our Instagram, at Zap the Podcast. Yes. Um, and we'll put up all like a bunch of the names we've come up with already and uh, we'll see... Uh, well, I don't know, people can chuck in a, an answer of something they think it should be called yes, or, that's a good idea. or vote on one of the, the options we have already. Um, and then I don't have to make a decision. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> outsource. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Outsourcing. That's how you, that's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> or delegating. We're delegating Delegation. this responsibility to 
Zat to listeners. To people who don't work for the podcast. <laughs> In a so, way, we all we're all part of um, producing this podcast. So yeah, it's a it's a community effort here, and we're very thankful. That is true. <laughs> that is true. It's 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 how we roll. We um we, oh, we give these you? episodes to the people. Oh. And yeah, no, <laughs> for a second I lost you as well. Might be my internet. Oh, okay. Um, that's right. Editor Jono, cut this out. Or <laughs> don't cut this out. We'll see what happens. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> Jono really didn't find that interesting, what I just said. No, <laughs> you, just you just went from silent for 10 seconds. <laughs> I was like, should I be filling this silence? Or <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so I'm going to leave a note for Editor Jono now, just nice and quick. Oh, yeah. um, I heard what I was saying, like, we're all producers of this show. And then yeah. I started saying it's a community because you still haven't said anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know where like we that. want to pick up. Maybe if you say. Um, maybe we'll just leave it on like uh, outsourcing. That's what we'll call it. Or something like that. <laughs> well, what are you going to say like next? Came through. Yeah, well, oh, I was just going to, after that, I was just going to be like, and. To let's let's so let's with that out of the way. Okay, yeah, maybe just say that. Maybe and then was, editor yeah, Jono can find a editor spot Jono, to cut piece it. Piece this together, please. Yeah. Just wait. Um, ha ha. And with <laughs> <laughs> great joke, Beck. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Oh, um, very right you are. <laughs> I was talking to someone um, about the podcast, and they're mm. like, "Have." Like, apparently, I haven't listened to him, but apparently Joe Rogan sometimes on his podcast will just start in the middle of a conversation. And so I love, we just open the podcast with, oh, that was really funny. But hello and welcome back. (laughs) Yeah, we should. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So, without further ado, uh, let us jump back into the wonderful world of Hector, Sven, and Pearl in our untitled Sewer Detective series. Mm. The thick metal door creaked open and then closed with a deep thud as Hector re-entered the office from the sewers. Morning, boss, chimed Sven as he polished his shoes. Despite his occupation, (laughs) Sven had an unusual relationship with fashion. No matter the day, no matter the job, no matter how mucky the task, Sven was always dressed as if he was going to the theatre. Smart, with a hint of casual. Suave was the word that came to mind. (laughs) Yep, morning, Hector grunted. From the other side of the room, Pearl scooted her chair backwards, peeking her head through her office doorway. How'd the rookie go today? She inquired with a weary tone. Hector paused. Yeah, not too bad. They could keep a torch steady, which is more than could be said for most of the recruits we get in. But as usual, somewhere along the route, they wandered off. No clue where they got to. I'm sure they'll turn up soon. Seriously? Pearl snapped. I can't get us interns if you're going to keep losing them. (laughs) That's the second one this week. Jenny from the recruitment agency is going to start asking questions if I keep calling for replacements. Look, Hector sighed. I try my best, but I'm not going to waste time babysitting rookies who can't keep up. With this... Hector peeled off his waders and sat down at his desk. He wondered where all the rookies had gotten to. Up on the surface, night was falling, and police patrols were roaming the streets of downtown. The past 48 hours had been hectic at the station. Four reports of kidnappings, with families of the victims receiving ransom letters. The first report came through with nothing much to go off, 
But as the reports started rolling in and as the letters start surfacing for ransom, they now at least had, an, had something. A name. The kidnapper was signing off the letters as Penny Smarts. Of course, Penny Smarts didn't exist on any databases. No one would sign their real name to a crime, but it was at least something to investigate. And as the profilers and analysts worked their magic, foot patrols were on the streets waiting for Penny to strike again. But for Officer Blake and Senior Officer Higgins, it was turning into a long night. Five hours of patrolling around low-rise apartments with seven more to go. The shift was beginning to feel like a marathon, especially as nothing much was going on. But as it grew later into the evening, the pair saw citygoers stumbling back home from nights out. On their route, they came across a man sitting on the ground, propped up against a wall. And after a brief chat, they started helping him up the road towards his house. The three were only 10 metres from their destination when a scream pierced the night. (gasps) Officer Blake sprung into action, sprinting down the road towards the noise, calling in the location over radio to dispatch. This left Senior Officer Higgins with the aforementioned man. Higgins sat the man down on his doorstep and followed after Blake. Blake rounded the corner to an alleyway where the scream had come from, but she was too late. The large metal plate of a manhole cover slid into place, echoing a deep metal thud off the surrounding buildings. Blake ran up to the cover and heard the screams disappearing into the vast underground as she pulled at the cast iron disc. She tried with all her might, but was only able to shift it a smidge. Senior Higgins arrived on the scene moments later, and together the pair were able to move the cover off the manhole. But by the time they clammed down there, there was no trace of the kidnapper. Penny had escaped them this time, but what they had learned of Penny would be key in solving this case. Penny took her hostages, her, kid, kid, her kidnappers, hostages, ransomees? What's the term here? I should have. Hostages, maybe. Well, hostages, or, yeah, hostages. Yeah. Into yeah. the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. That's where we leave the first part of this episode. Ooh, okay. So I need to think about, are we, and I guess, Jono, I'd love your advice here too. Are we trying to resolve this crime in the next half of the episode? Like, are we concluding Penny's short story? Is is Penny a one-off villain? Kind of like how in Scooby-Doo they have different villains every episode. I think... In a lot of these, I feel like the crime potentially is resolved. I feel like there needs to be some resolution mm. in these episodes because from episode to episode, it's going to be like a different villain. Yeah, It's okay, going to be yeah. a different... So maybe the crime gets resolved, but perhaps Penny is still out on the loose. Okay, so, so maybe, maybe we get the, one the step closer. Yeah, the people yeah, are free. Oh, well, no spoilers, but... Uh, yeah. No spoilers, but maybe... Maybe it's resolved in one way. Maybe mm. they they are able to start getting through it um, and they have to return to it another True. time. Maybe they find they find some stuff, but it's a dead end. I like it. And, th- and that's the fun. That's that the magic is, of this. Yeah. We make is, the rules here. Um, uh, yeah, we make the rules. But also, I you, this is in your court now. True. You, you to, I make the rules here. You make oh. the rules now. <laughs> so this, uh, this will end in a way that will surprise... Um, all everyone but you. Yeah. Well, even me. Right now, I've got no idea. Right now, gonna yeah, you are going to be. You're going to write that line, the resolution line of this episode. And you're going to be like, "Whoa!" I that's know. How surprised you'll be. I'll gasp. I'm like, <gasps> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I'll just let my fingers go and see what. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens. Exactly. I'm looking forward so, to it. So, yeah, that's that's the end of this episode. Uh, as usual, 
um, head over to our Instagram. Uh, we are going to be trying to maybe make some headway in figuring out a name to this series. Mm. Um, but we'll we'll see what comes of it. Yes. Uh, well, it's not now, the end of this episode. It's that that's no. the end of that. Installment of, of, um, of that installment. <laughs> We've got a great of, of segment coming up next. <laughs> oh, I'm very excited. <laughs> On with the show. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jono, I am very, very excited for this segment because it is something that we haven't yet done before, and that is a group try it live. And Technically, we have done a group try it live, but that, that was that was our live show one. And yeah. that- I would say, I don't know, it, that was it was a try it live, but I would I would say in a way it was also just um, forcing a bunch of of people to try uh, gross milk. Yeah, uh, subjecting a mass a mass of people to to try some awful milk. I yes, that is a more appropriate description than a, a true try it live because mm-hmm. not everyone could give um, a, a a review of it. That's I mean, I think true. in the end we we came up with a rough number, a rating based system. on what we could yeah, see yeah. Um, from like hands up in the crowd. But I don't think it was accurate. I don't think it was scientific enough to be a true try it live. Yeah, it was. I like the word you used before. It was an on mass try it live. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So it didn't quite have the intimacy that a or the real time feedback that a yeah. normal try live between Jono and I would have. Um, so this segment that we have uh, was recorded. It was pre recorded on Christmas. Oh no, on Boxing Day. Uh, you'll hear that in in the segment. But some of the very great listeners of this podcast happen to be my cousins, and they they all got zap. Tuna Dimension shirts for Christmas. Um, yes. They looked awesome. They were all rocking them. They're fantastic. Um, they they're huge fans of Jono. They kept they kept saying Jono, let's Facetime Jono. I was like, I think <laughs> I was like, I think Jono's spending Christmas with his family. But um, Jono, I will I will say they're still expecting a, a cameo from you of sorts. Um, some well wishes. Oh, no. So <laughs> um, true. If, yes, if, if that's on the table. The cameo, yeah. I do need to get onto that. <laughs> um, that is yeah, 100% yeah. on the Does table. It, I did say I would do I that. I mean, if anyone I, else wants... I've ruined yeah. Christmas by not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone else out there wants a cameo from Jono and I, um, we will find a way to set up a, <laughs> a tool. Yeah, we will set ourselves up <laughs> on account. the website Cameo. And, um, yeah. and oh then God. we'll charge um, a frankly unreasonable amount of money per <laughs> cameo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better yet, come to the live show in in a few weeks and True. we promise you can record some some videos there. But back to the segment. So, yes, my cousins, they're fantastic. They listen to Zap. They are great. They give great feedback and they love getting involved. And so when we were at the shops on Boxing Day, we'd just been to the beach and one of my cousins spotted a very interesting snack and I will let this come out in the segment, but I truly think this try live is very fantastic. It was a lot of fun to record. And so a huge thank you to my cousins. We had Phoebe, we had Harry, we had Lewis and we had Hannah there as well. We would have had Elliot, but he was away on a very cool scout camp. So they're my cousins. Thank you so much for being. Yeah, it was very cool. He went to New Zealand. It was crazy. Um, on a scout camp? Yeah, yeah. Or it was like Jamboree. I think that's wow. what they call it. Oh, yeah. okay. Jamboree. Very cool. I think, yeah, that's scouts, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 
But so yeah, unfortunately he couldn't be there for the recording, but have a listen. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much to my cousins for being involved. Yeah, and we cross now live to Beck out in the field. Okay, I am very excited. We have a very special segment to finish off today's show. This is our first ever group Try It Live with special guests. We have, at the time of recording, this is the day after Boxing Day. So I've been spending some time with my amazing family. And we were at the shops yesterday and we were walking through the aisles and happened to see a product that would be perfect for Try It Live. So I'm very excited to be joined by some of our youngest listeners, but some of our best and most involved listeners to my cousins. So I'm quickly going to let them introduce themselves. So who have we got here today? Hannah. Harry. Lewis. Phoebe. Awesome. Okay. And the product that we are trying today, it is a chip. And I did want to call out Lewis has actually introduced a chip for Try It Live before. He has shown us the ginger beer chip, which was a great addition for Try It Live. And today we have the... Oh, Hannah, do you want to introduce what we have today? Sizzling steak and onion Smith's chips. Yes, very good. They are limited edition. And we've been looking at the bag for a while now. I, I, I'm not really sure what to expect. I feel like it could be kind of maybe a smoky flavor on a chip. I'm not sure if I'm going to like it. I don't usually like the smoky flavored chips, but what what do we think? Does anyone have any first impressions? Well, I definitely think it'll still have that classic potato chip thing, but with mm. like maybe like a gingery barbecue like Ooh. flavored kind of thing, maybe. That's a good one, Harry. That sounds fancy. Hannah, what did you say before? What did you think they'll I taste think like? I think you might taste a bit like barbecued something. Yeah, like the barbecue chips that they have already. Yeah. Those orange ones, yeah, it could taste like that. That'll be a bit disappointing if it tastes exactly the same yeah. because why would you make another chip if it already tastes like the other ones you have? I know, right? <laughs> okay, did anyone else have any first impressions or should we do the smell test next? Smell test? Okay, Lewis, do you want to do the, the honours and open the bag? <laughs> what are your first impressions, Lou? It smells so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> okay, Harry. Harry's giving it a sniff. What do we think? I'm getting, like, honey soy chicken kind of vibes. Oh, is that a good or a bad? Is it good honey soy? Honey, but not the s- and a bit of soy, but not chicken. <laughs> Just honey soy. I can actually smell a bit of it from over here, and I'm not sure it's <laughs> the it best smell. It like chicken. Oh, so Harry got the honey and soy, but no chicken, and Hannah's just getting chicken. It's like a bit of a honey soy chicken. <laughs> it is like that. That's what it smells like. Okay, all right, I'll give it a sniff. I see what you guys mean, but I think it smells just like the barbecue chip as well. I don't think I, I feel like. That one. Oh, okay. Phoebe, what do you think? She's giving it a long, <laughs> deep, deep whiff. Oh, she's going back in for a second sniff. It just smells like barbecue. Yeah, it does just smell like barbecue. Okay, so what we usually do here, and you guys all know this, we're going to each try one. So let's reach in. And this is where we would usually read on the packet if they had some interesting thing to say about the chip, but it doesn't. What is it? It just says it was grown by Richie, one of the local farmers, (laughs) which is pretty great. Yeah. It does say sprinkled with our famous seasoning, but no. Oh, the cheesing. Okay, we're getting straight into it. All right, let's cheers the chip. Wow, I got a massive one. Okay, all right, cheers. What if we don't like it? 
what do we do? Then that's okay. So after we bite it, then we, we say our thoughts and then we have to give it a rating out of five. Okay. Okay. We ready? Yep. Let's go. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Oh. Oh. There's a really strong onion taste. There is. Mm. It tastes like it's like a mix of all the chips. Yeah, I'm kind of. It kind of tastes like seaweed. I'm not sure if anyone. It's very salty and very oniony. Wait. What do you think, Lewis? They taste like fish. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what I'm getting. It's kind of weirdly fishy for steak and onion. Mm. I think it's like. I don't know, it's like kind of like barbecue a bit, but mm. it's got it's very oniony. Yeah. It's like they were like, okay, we'll do steak, but put in way too many onions. <laughs> we're not going to have good breath after this. Oh. See what it means by the title, though. Mm. Oh, Lewis is going back for a second. <laughs> it tastes good at the start, but then it kind of like tastes weird, mm. like at the end. Yeah. Oh, Lewis is going for more. What are you, what are you thinking, Lewis? They're so much better. They really? Taste- they taste like amazing. <laughs> Your first reaction was not good. Was it just like the first bite? The aftertaste is so much better than the first bite. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure. Maybe I need to go back for a second then to give it a true. It's okay. I definitely agree. Like the first trip is horrible, but then as you eat more, your tongue kind of gets um, used to it. Mm. I know, but why would you eat more? <laughs> I know, that's you the like thing. The first Phoebe, what are you what are you thinking? You've gone back for a few more too. <laughs> they taste I don't have any words. <laughs> Speechless. <laughs> Alright, I think um, I don't really like them. I think they're like they're like if I was to pick chips, I wouldn't pick those. But if <laughs> that were the last thing I'd eat them. If it was the last chip on earth, you would still eat it. I would eat them, but it's not the best one I've ever tasted. Mm. These These are so much better than plain sea salt chips. Oh, that's controversial. Sea salt is better. Yeah, I would say sea salt is better. This, I still get fishy, a fishy taste from this Mm. somehow. Okay. Salmon? Salmon. Yeah. So, okay, now we need to give it a rating out of five. I honestly think I'm going to give this about a one point. Two. I don't really like it at all. It's like a fine. No, it's not even a fine chip. I'm. I'm thinking it's. It's quite weird, <laughs> to be honest. All right. Does anyone else have a rating? Hannah, what do you think? One point five. One point five. Okay, a little bit. A little bit higher. It's an edible chip, but it's an acquired taste. So probably about two. Two point five. Okay, about halfway point. That's that's very very diplomatic, Harry. What do we think, Lewis? Two point five. Two point. So still in the middle. So oh, that's the health rating as well. All right, baby. What do we think? Two point five. Two. Okay. So we've got a lot of middle ground votes, but Hannah and I were on the lower side. So would but would we recommend that people go out and try these, or do we think probably not no, worth your time? But not buy it for like parties and stuff. Yeah. Okay. If you want to like taste it, then sure. But like. It- <laughs> It tastes okay. <laughs> yeah, I probably, I probably personally wouldn't recommend it. I feel like this is one of the ones we try so people don't have to. 
Lewis. Yeah, not as good as KFC. If you're a mad scientist, then you should try, try this. But if you're a normal person, then don't. Oh, hey, so this one's for all the mad scientists out there. <laughs> this is your flavor. All right, do we have... I just wanted to say thank you so much, guys, for being on this segment. It's been a lot of fun to have some guests on the podcast. Did we have any closing thoughts before we... Before we move on. It's not as good as KFC. It's not as good. Okay, that's a true zap line. <laughs> At least have a try. That is a good a good motto for a lot of things in life, especially try life. Lewis, did we have any, any closing thoughts? It should be chicken and onion, onion not steak and onion. Uh-huh. Mm, I do. Mm. Okay, or that is fish. a good insight. Or fish and onion. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, any closing thoughts? Um... Not really. Not really? Perfect. All right. Well, again, I just wanted to say a huge thank you for being on Zap the Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if anyone out there wants to be on a Zap the Podcast Try It Live as well, feel free to send them in. I know we have had a few listener submissions before, which is really, really great. And this has been a lot of fun. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 And I think we have some new professional podcasters on our hand because we they were fantastic. Um, thank you so much again to my cousins for being involved. And a shout out, if anyone out there uh, also wants to do a Try It Live, a group Try It Live, let us know or feel free to record our own. I know my friend Maddie has done one and it was fantastic. We do Try It Live because we try these things so you guys don't have to. But if you want to get involved and if you want to try these things so we don't have to or so oh, yeah. we should, like if they're a good recommendation, feel free. Yeah. Let us know. Reach but out to us on Instagram. I'm, I'm wary. I, I know of, of certain people who listen to this podcast who are going to try something that is terrible <laughs> and be like, guys, you have to try it. It's amazing. <laughs> so, True. <laughs> there's, True. There's going to be some people out there. Um, but we'll, look, we'll take, we'll take them. Um, because if we have to suffer so that others uh, don't have to, to suffer That's, the same fate, yeah. it's our duty it as really uh, podcasters. <laughs> it's our job. <laughs> to to our eat job. food and tell you if it's good or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got to say, they were really, really fantastic. So good. I think my favourite line in there was, um, it gives it gives me honey soy vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that that is absolutely spot on for something that either one of us would say. Very true. I, I loved when it went, um, I think Harry was said that it gives me honey soy vibes, honey soy vibes, but not the chicken. And then I think it was Hannah was next and she was like, it's giving chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. The contrast. Completely opposite. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. But I think, I think they will have to, uh, if we can get another one, maybe an annual, if not yes. more often, um, try it live uh, from your cousins. I think that would be an absolute treat for I the podcast. I would love that. That would be so good. Um, <laughs> but that does bring us around to the end of this episode. Um, we absolutely love um, doing this. We're very excited for the year ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for listening to us. If you want to check us out on our social media, uh, as I've mentioned a couple times so far, we are at Zap the Podcast on Instagram. We have things going on there all the time. We just wrapped up um, at the end of last year our, uh, what do we call these? I always forget the, the ultimate. Term, our ultimate showdown. Yeah. Our ultimate things, our ultimate um, <laughs> competition. competition tournament uh, showdown tournaments. Um, so, and they're a lot of fun to be involved with. When we do one next, who knows? It's kind of just a spur of the moment. Hey, this would be a fun <laughs> idea. Um, but uh, make sure you are following us on Instagram to find out when they're going to happen and to see if you can win one of those sweet, sweet prizes. 
And um, another place you can go to get some sweet, sweet prizes, although you have to pay for these, <laughs> is zapthepodcast.theprintbar.com. We have merchandise available there, just uh, like all, and including the uh, Tune at Dimensions um, t-shirts that Zach's uh, Zach's cousins? Beck's cousins. <laughs> Zach. Who's this secret third? No, Zach is the host shadow, of um, Shadow the member. Zap. Oh, yeah. Zach Attack. He actually is. Oh, Beck, I've got to. I've got to come clean. I've been going on to Zach Attack. Your passions. <laughs> traitor. <laughs> Zap traitor. No, I take that back. Um, <laughs> Zach, you're always think, welcome on the podcast. Yeah, Although I think it, what happened there is I merged Zap uh, with Beck. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. Um, A fusion. But Beck's cousins um, greatly appreciate their Tuna Dimension shirts. (laughs) And you can too if you head to zapthepodcast.theprintbar.com. But that is enough uh, plugging and waffling. um, And uh, we hope to see you next week for another episode of Zap. Bye. Bye.